Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Welcome back to another episode of Who's Really the Boss podcast. Hey, thanks for having me back. And I'm glad you're ready to go. I think we just kind of <laughs> had some technical stuff. And if you want to move your <laughs> camera around, you totally can. Like, I don't think anybody watches the YouTube. They just listen anyway. I don't even put them on YouTube because they just take so, um, they take a long time to upload and I just haven't been doing that. So YouTube is anyway. the second largest search engine behind Google. So that's the other so, thing to keep in mind. Yeah. I think that we'll get some of those put on YouTube, but maybe I'll have to go back and check like our highest, uh, like most popular episodes and just put those on. Or maybe the ones where my hair is curled and not where my hair is straight because I was just talking about this morning that I really don't like the way it looks when my hair is just long and, and straight down to the side. So there you go. And I was just talking about how I don't like when my hair is long either. And, you know, I, just, I need to get back on the routine of going to get a haircut I, I every love, week. I love that. Yeah, because that means that you get your haircut every week. And mine is still not that frequent, though. Yeah. Covering gray hair um, it is a lot more frequent than what I used to do. So yeah. anyway. But the other great thing is I've got an annual membership to where I get my haircut. And I can go in limited time. So it's really just using the most out of that membership and the best ROI I possibly can. So I may have to figure out a deal like that based on the frequency or the, um, how quick the gray comes in now. So I'm sure anyway. well, if, uh, a hairstylist hasn't figured that out as far as building monthly recurring income and, uh, like we could help so much on that side. So. <laughs> Next, uh, niche area niche. will be, Hairstylists. Hairstylists that Do you prefer want to say MRR. Niche? I, I, yeah, I don't know if that's a regional thing, if it's niche or niche. Uh, I think I go with niche most of the time. I feel like niche sounds fancier. Yeah, but we're not fancy people. Well, <laughs> we are not. Is, we are, so. I am not. Well, yeah. you are fancy. I am not. So yeah. maybe I just say it for your uh, listening pleasure. Yeah. So, all, all right. right. Well, that was a long Today, intro. Yeah. That was a very, a very long intro. And, um, you have been fortunate enough to not have to listen to me, uh, just blabber on all the time because you have had the opportunity to be out and about, um, not just like in our community, but out and about with other people. So in other areas of our state, as well as just other areas of the country. And so, Something that came up as we were talking about, I don't even know what people like me personally, I don't know what people are talking about out in like the accounting space anymore, because I only know what our team is talking about and what we're working towards. So I know a little bit about what our clients are seeking and what, you know, their needs are, what prospective client needs and requests are. But as far as just in the accounting space, I'm totally out of the loop because uh, too much peopling through just interactions. We've hosted a lot of uh, meetings, 
conferences, retreat, bridal showers, all kinds of birthday parties, different things um, here recently. And so I haven't traveled with you to all of the places and all of the conferences that you've been to. So yeah. I just wanted to talk through kind of maybe the shortcomings of not getting out and staying in, um, staying in our own little bubble, kind of what, what are some shortcomings or what are some downfalls of, of that? Yeah. Um, to kind of give people the overview of what, what I've been doing the last probably two years and then mainly the last three or six months has really ramped up. So, uh, the consulting firm or coaching organization that we've been a part of for, eight, eight to nine years, uh, I had the opportunity to kind of help lead some things there. And I'm really enjoying that. Honestly, I can say I'm thankful for that opportunity. It's making me a better, um, a better business owner and, and helping me speak into our clients, uh, businesses as well. So I think it's well-rounded, um, as far as me as a person, it's definitely been a growth, um, uh, a growth phase as far as me speaking in front of others and leading things. So I'm very fortunate to RootWorks and Darren and John and Andy for the opportunity to, to do that. So um, with that, I've been uh, traveling and uh, part of the leadership group and speaking team for conferences and kind of motivating and helping small CPA firms and accounting firms think about their businesses. So all the way from their business model, what makes sense, the technology that's used, um, the culture of their, of their firm and their team and how we think about future employees and future organizations. And so I love that. I, I'm, I could talk briefly on the, on the topics for, 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 for a while. And, um, I kind of know a little bit about everything. Don't ask me too deep of a question or I may have to point you back to someone else that knows more. But it's given me an opportunity to be in the room, so to speak, with groups of firm owners. And that makes us better. That makes our team better. Um, so we've had a couple of those this summer. Uh, just got back from the most recent one in Dallas. And we actually took about 10 team members there with us as well. And so yeah, I think it was kind of weird um, for them to, or I felt weird for them to see me as their leader here in the firm, actually speaking from the front of the room for, for a lot of the day and me getting to kind of play consultant in that role, even though I play consultant all day long to clients, but just them seeing me in that setting and fielding questions about what Dylan CPAs is doing and what we've done to create the, the organization that we've got and are thankful to have. So uh, the other part of that is I, I lead uh, groups, mastermind groups uh, once a month for that organization. And I, you know, that's about 40 different firms that are, that are definitely having conversations uh, monthly and, and that continues to grow. So we're able to see what, what those, what people are doing well and people where they're struggling and what mistakes they're making and not do those. And at the same time, we're sharing that with others, right? You know, like, Hey, this is what I wish I would have known 10 years ago or five years ago and kind of moved uh, appropriately. So all of that to say, like, that's what I've been very fortunate to see. That's going to continue throughout the rest of the year and we'll continue to have fun with it. Travel is completely new. I haven't traveled like this since I was in, um, you know, kind of that big four setting and really 
you know, traveling a lot. So this is, this has been fun. It's two to three day trips. I feel like I'm still connected. The only thing that stinks is obviously not sleeping in your own bed or maybe, you know, the girls and yourself not, not being as close to y'all proximity wise during that, that time. So, but that, that's to kind of set the preface of uh, what's been going on. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that after all of these years, I think it was easy for me to like lean in and uh, kind of agree with you when you were in your twenties and running the business, but for you to still say, you feel like you have a little bit of imposter syndrome and that you're playing consultant um, is interesting because now we're old and we have a lot of experience <laughs> under our belts. And so there's no reason for you to be playing that. I think the other thing that's interesting too, um, but I love it because it's kind of where we operate from just the level of integrity and authenticity that we do have, uh, not just with our clients or just with our team, but with every person that we meet and do life with. We try to be really transparent. We don't try to put off an image or talk about things or, or only show highlight reels. Um, we really try to be transparent and show the challenges and what we did to get through them. And, you know, just in the um, efforts to help other people. And so I know that our team, I know that you did mention that you were worried about saying something that wasn't correct. And that, you know, our team kind of calling you out on maybe something that you shed a in a highlight or something or in a better light than what it actually is. But I think the feedback from the team uh, was not that at all, that what you were uh, preaching from the front of the conference room is actually what happens in our firm, how we do it, why we do it, what we're doing. Um, none of those things were um, embellished that it really was all of the things that we do. So um, just, you know, some, kudos to you and just some confirmation that you, you are the right person, that you do know what you're talking about. And definitely there's a lot of uh, knowledge and experience to share that can add value to other firms who maybe aren't quite at the same point that we are. Yeah. And I look back, whether it's a firm that's just starting out and I can envision myself in that new firm owner and wanting that mentorship and that guidance that I maybe didn't have at certain points and really, you know, want to be their cheerleader and help them come along. And then at the same time, seeing somebody on the end of their career, uh, just lost and, and not, not having a clear path, not knowing what options they have just stuck in the past, as far as how they run their business and how they serve their clients, that also breaks my heart. So I think those are the two spectrums that, you know, I feel called to help. Um, all of this, I, I believe it still impacts our clients, you know, whether they're a dentist, a doctor, um, some type of professional service, because I, now I just get to see across multiple industries, uh, uh, multiple firms serving multiple industries, best practices, things like that. So it's been a huge education for me to kind of take advantage of and, it's it's something that you would never learn in a classroom or continuing at setting and it's just the camaraderie the relationships that go along with are invaluable to to me and so you know i come back we've been going to conferences for for years and i come back and you know you're on this high because usually 
the last speaker of the conference closes it out on a high note to encourage you to go back and actually do something with the knowledge that you gained. And whether it's implementation of new pieces of software or changing small pieces of your business to better your life, I've always come back energized. So I was, I was thankful that we did have about team, 10 team members there with us that were able to kind of come back with that same aha, you know, like we are like there's a there's a method to our madness, you know, and, and seeing that from other people, hearing it from other people. But we were talking today about how you you've actually not been traveling. You've been, lack of better terms, in a bubble uh, the last few few. I wouldn't say I like you, to say hibernating. I like yeah. to say I've been hibernating. I You've like to isolate. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but compare that to me, who's like blowing and going, depending on the the month or the week, and it's like there's those are probably the two extremes, right? And like, what's that happy medium? And so, as we were trying to plan these podcasts, you're like, you said, I I don't even know what people are out there talking about because I haven't been out there. And so you're trying to pick my brain and I'm like trying to decompress like everything that's out there because I see it all. Right. And so I think there's that happy medium and that's what we're trying to talk a little bit about today and finding that balance. Yeah, I know. I think what was inspired is that I just, you know, asked you a little bit about what are the topics that people are getting like stuck on? What are some hot topics that really caused a lot of buzz in the room that people don't have answers for? They're really searching for answers. And so that's something um, one, you know, to help our team continue to improve and get better to help our clients continue to improve and get better because small business owners often face the same challenges across all industries. So there are similarities of just running your own business um, between all industries. And so I think those are, you know, some things that you're able to find when you're not head down doing work just in your own firm. Um, You get definitely a few different perspectives on um, where the struggles are coming from, but then hopefully you're also getting new ideas for how to overcome those challenges. I think everybody goes to conferences, uh, whether, I mean, there's always like that CE portion, like you have to have it, but now there's so many options there, but what makes people actually sign up and go to these conferences and actually leave their home and travel is the hope of something better. And so it's, whether they're going to go learn and from a development standpoint, come back with something that ultimately they want to change their lives. They want to change their business. They want to have better days. And so when you boil it all back, all down to that, that's what it's about. I think that's where they're trying to go learn something from somebody else. How does that implement on their side and what impact does that make for their business, for their life? So, um, that's all, all the conferences that I'm involved with their, you know, root works, they weave in kind of this, um, <laughs> emotional or motivational piece of it too, because, you know, as business owners, we definitely get trapped in that piece of, Hey, how do you, how do you keep going? Um, life's too short and how do you build the business that you want to build? And we see that in clients too, where your clients get frustrated and things like that. So, that's the number one thing that I see that when I'm out on the road where people definitely go out and try to find that and try to 
filter through all the noise because there is a crap ton of noise like that. Like you go on social media and in our industry alone, there's influencer, 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 noise, noise, noise. And everybody's doing something a little bit different. And you have to do all this due diligence to see if that person's legit, if they're going to, if they're going to be able to speak into my situation, are they totally off basis with their type of clients versus how I want to serve my clients. So it's filtering through all that crap to actually get to something that's useful for you. And so I think that's, that's my big takeaway, like very, very high level. Yeah. And I think another benefit um, that we saw, not only from you, but also from our team, I think that you now are um, just a little bit maybe blind to it. Um, you've just become desensitized after being able to speak and be a part of um, groups and just kind of listening to outside voices, but really desensitized to the good work that we are doing, the good processes, the good work, um, the great ideas, the great people that we have within our own firm. And so I think another benefit of going outside of um, your day-to-day -day environment is really that you will often get a lot of confirmation or affirmation on things that you're doing. And even, even if there is a listener who is like, struggling and like, I'm not doing anything right. Um, you get confirmation that there is a way to do it better, that people have done it that way and seen great success. So like you mentioned before, then there becomes a hope that you get. So whether you're going and you're like, awesome, like we're doing really good things, let's continue, right? Not get complacent and just stop doing what got us to that place. Um, but continue to get better. So getting that confirmation or potentially affirmations of the great things that are happening within your own business. But if you are going um, outside of your environment, also looking at uh, better ways and getting confirmation from other people who have done it that way, who have followed that path ahead of you and have seen great success. I think the great thing is, and hopefully when I'm up there and speaking to other, other firms, other business leaders, they, they see us probably, a, probably ahead of where they're at just because of how forward thinking we are, how we are implementing technology, but we're not too far ahead of them to where it's unattainable. So I, I listen to a lot of um, different podcasts and I, and I actually started listening to just better speaking skills as well, which probably need to listen to better listening skills too while I'm at it. So with that, you want to stay a half step ahead of your peer group if possible, especially if you're leading that peer group. Now, at the same time, you also want to attach to people that are half step ahead of you. And so that way you can keep moving forward. And so I feel that if people are able to follow very closely, that we're going to lead everybody to a better place and how you think about your business, how you think about client service, how you think about team and culture. And so I think that's the, like, that's where I get, even though I'm not in the audience, even though I am up, you know, in the front of the room, some, that's what gets me motivated. And you have to go find who, who, who's that person that's going to keep pushing you. So I have those people that I watch closely and I'm, and, you know, following to and learn from. And um, 
you just have to do what's right for you. So that's what we talk a lot about in these conferences is, you know, as far as like CPA lingo and accounting firms, like you could build what we have, which is a CAS practice, client advisory services. And we built that model around advice. And so we've made a strategic decision to follow that model and monthly recurring revenue and just build a very sustainable business that can be filled with team members who can plan out their days, months, and years to kind of have a balanced life. Like that is what we have built essentially. There are other firms out there that they are a tax shop and they love tax and love compliance and love the seasonality of it. That's not for us. That could be for them. So the other ones out there are tax planning. So like they get real deep into what all complexities of tax planning exist. They go out and, and strive and, and bring to their client very complex tax opportunities and help the client implement and then put those clients on a maintenance plan to make sure all the compliance needs that go along with those tax savings are put into place. It, it, very technical, very, very complex a lot of times on those. That's not what we built either. So it's one of those where there's a few different models. You also weave in like a retail model where you're just doing like maybe some light bookkeeping or some tax return. You maybe have a tax like a IRS resolution where you're helping people get out of trouble and kind of getting them on payment plans and negotiating things down. So that's about five different business models, just like talking quickly. Um, all of those are great as long as that aligns with the long-term mission and vision of the business owner. And so I think that in each of those situations, you have to be very clear on how you, how you staff that business, what software you use, how things are going to operate on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual level, um, because each of those is different. And so I, I think those are the piece that we kind of lead with after, hey, we want you to take one or two things away from, from the next couple of days. And it may just be as simple as like, this is a piece of software I need to look at. Like this makes sense to me. Or is it, I, I need to exit clients. Like I am, you know, I think John at this last conference, he had mentioned like he got to that point where it was an oh crap weight, like, oh crap, this is the weight that I never said I would get back to or the weight I never said I wanted to be. I need to start changing some things now to kind of get back on track to health. And so I think there's health in, in life and in, uh, you know, our physical bodies, but then also our emotional selves in our businesses. So that's some of the stuff that at least I took away even this time. Like, what is that oh crap weight for a lot of people? Or, you know, how do you even get there? One, you have to have a scale. So like, how do you even know you're at that oh crap weight? Or how do you even know those pants aren't fitting? And so it's, it's a lot of that stuff that now I'm probably just rambling, but um, it is it's it's a lot of that emotional piece and we lead with business model and what's right for the owner or group of people in that business yeah so i love um some of the things that you shared explicitly i think from an education standpoint of the education that you're going to get the products um that you may be able to use software services, you may be able to offer those types of things and making sure that they align with your vision and your goals um, before you just take all of the all of the new learning and go back and try to implement that. I think um, kind of two things that I wanted to touch on out of you know what you just shared really was that diversity 
is such a great opportunity for networking with other peers and other people in an industry that not the networking of I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine, but the networking of serving clients, serving patients. I mean, this is across all industries. If there's something that somebody else specializes in that you don't, whether it's because you don't want to or you don't have the resources to, then you have just met someone so that you can leave people better off than when they came to you. Um, other, other things is uh, that diversity allows for even you seeking advice or consultation, maybe from a larger organization or somebody with more experience than you whenever you're having a problem or you have a new um, situation with a client that you just want a second opinion, you now have that network of people. If you're constantly only in your bubble, only working with your team, then you're only as good as your team and what knowledge your team has. And so just expanding that network. And then the other part of that um, was really, uh, I don't know that you specifically said it, but something that you said made me think of potentially not attending uh, a conference or um, a retreat or whatever they might call these experiences that are outside of just your day-to-day -day office is having at least one other person with you that knows you specifically and knows um, what your business is about, what your vision and what your goals are. So having somebody else there to help you digest the information, make sure that it does align with your goals and your values, uh, and then even talking through ways of implementing that or uh, prioritizing what you want to implement. And so I think that that has been a huge benefit when I have traveled with you in the past, um, is that you didn't have to come home and try to remember every single thing or every single part of it. Actually, the story you were just referencing with John and I have not heard. So that was kind of my first time of hearing uh, part of that. And so um, I think having having someone now, it doesn't have to be your whole entire office. Um, you can strategically pick, you know, who who goes with you, even a spouse. <laughs> when we're talking about a small uh, business and like a independent or a single owner, a spouse is great. They know a lot of the challenges and struggles. They likely share the same vision and values of that business. So a spouse is even great if they, you know, have any interest in the business at all, as far as just wanting to know more, wanting it to get better. Uh, that's a great person to take along too, but maybe not traveling alone. It may feel overwhelming. Yeah, I think that's really good. So I, you know, there's, there's been three of these on the books, so to speak. So uh, the first one was Boston and I came away from that. And I think you even say like, how'd it go? And I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what we, what we <laughs> talked about. I'm just kind of tired. And then over the next few days, you kind of remember like, oh yeah, this was said, or this was the conversation we had with this, these people. And um, by the end of, you know, the weekend uh, to kind of recover, it was like, this was really good. And that's where I was like, okay, the next one is in Dallas, which isn't too far. We've got already a couple team members in Dallas. Let's take kind of controller and like above to this as, as kind of like a leadership um, workshop or seminar. And then also just the bonding that comes along with. So 
Um, that's something we're strategic we had to do. We, we had to go find budget to do that and it, it paid off. And so I think controllers and then like specialty. So like people that were onboarded and involved in onboarding and other leaders that were able to go went on this one. And so that's what like they heard stuff, whether it was, I said something or John or Andy or Darren, they heard something probably different than the way I hear something. And it maybe hit them a little bit different to where it's like, when they come back, it's like, we should look at this because of this. And they had different conversations with other people in the room, like between, you know, um, sessions. And so that's, that's what we ultimately wanted to happen. And then if the other piece of that was like, I feel really good about the team I'm on. And I think that's where, they got that. And so I would encourage others that are listening, questioning, do I take another team member? Do I take any parts of the team? Like that's what you want. And um, ultimately you shouldn't be scared because you're just, you're multiplying your efforts at that point. So just like I should never go into any meeting on my own uh, because there's going to be follow-up that should happen from that meeting. I'm only as good as myself. And like, so whenever I bring in another team member to that meeting, they're going to have a different perspective. They're going to be able to help me follow up on things. And so I would encourage others to do that same thing with conferences. And then the, the last one is actually in San Diego, which you're actually going to go to. And I'm excited about that for a whole different you know, set of reasons. But um, that's kind of the culmination of these modern firm workshops that we're doing. It's going to be, you know, everything that we've learned over the previous ones. And it'll probably be the best one yet, because by then we've kind of got it a little bit better than the previous one. So um, it'll just be a really good um, celebration to the end of th this year's um, travel and sessions and everything like that. So I would encourage if, if that's, if, if any of our listeners are curious to go to that, you know, obviously it's RootWorks, Modern Firm Workshop, San Diego in October is uh, that last one that we're all going to be at. And it's going to be a great party and, um, a lot of good takeaways that hopefully we've, we didn't know uh, on the first one. So I'm sorry if somebody went to Boston or Dallas, but San Diego is probably going to be the best. <laughs> I love that. And just based on our podcast and, and who we really kind of started this podcast for was working uh, spouses. And so let's just talk through some practical things of traveling when you have kids at home or even traveling when one spouse is an introvert and a homebody and likes to, you know, stay home. Um, I, I think it's important to really talk through, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, but that it is also important to be something. And so when we started looking at the calendar, uh, it felt a little bit overwhelming thinking through all of the trips and travel with just different things, both personal and work, both Dylan CPA specific and through, you know, consulting. And so really looking through that, we also have a senior who is doing college visits. So again, just just a lot of opportunities for events that are going on. And so because we do have um, two daughters that we do not feel comfortable leaving at home overnight alone, these are some considerations that I take into account when looking at a travel schedule. And so it's not uh, what I think is very important is that 
eventually, uh, sooner rather than later, we will be empty nesters. And at that point, I, you know, one thing that I think about is I don't want you to have created a whole separate life from me. And so in order for that not to happen, I need to be a part of all of the things that you're doing, but I don't have to be a part of a hundred percent of the things that you're doing. And so um, we kind of put down on the calendar, all of the opportunities and events, even from the girls like swim meets, um, senior night or homecomings, last swim meets, important swim meets, vacations, and then all of the other travel opportunities sprinkled in and then pick and choose different ones. And so it may be based on a city or a location like San Diego that has beautiful weather <laughs> that uh, really interested me, um, or it could be just times that that doesn't conflict with. So when we're looking at a senior year, there are a lot of lasts in our house, like last first day of school and uh, last uh, a senior night. It's only a senior night, a last homecoming, last prom, all of those things. And so really looking at the ones that um, for as far as work trips are related, which ones don't conflict with things that I feel like are more important as far as family. And then also for work trips, which ones are most important that I need to make a priority for that specific time? Yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, for sure, the benefit of spouses working together. And even if you own the business, a spouse traveling and um, getting the release of, you know, being able to travel together, uh, like you said, you just got to make sure that the house is in order and that you don't miss something very important. And I, you know, part of what I, what I said from the front of the room, even in Dallas was, you know, part of the story of having a senior and what that means to have the last, the last year of first while they're in high school. And so I think it's something to keep in mind. And if you can, if, if you can do it, would highly encourage it. I, I think that we've been able to balance out a few, trips where you join me uh, throughout our ownership of this business. And what a great, I mean, what a great way to kind of uh, connect and change the, the place, so to speak, and maybe even the place of where we're at together and kind of re-energize your batteries. And if one person is in a conference and learning stuff and getting motivated, like it's going to be good to unpack that a little bit sooner with the person who's also traveling with them. So um, I love it. And, you know, it kind of gets you out of the cave so to speak, every once in a while, too, to where, you know, you can be social and you can uh, have the overlap of friends and family that you come to know and love on these trips and not create a, a separate a separate new life uh, in, in this uh, in this time. So, yeah, well, I think this has been a great conversation and I look forward to the next one. All right. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. If you have thoughts, comments or feedback you would like to share please leave us a comment or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.